today's Acoustic Tuesday show, we're gonna be talking about delay on your acoustic guitar. What it is, where to use it, how to use it, and I'm gonna be sharing with you some of my favorite delay pedals, two of which fly way under the radar. Hey Tech family, this is episode 265 of the Acoustic Tuesday show, a show packed full of inspiration and fun designed to help you get more fulfillment, progress, and joy from your acoustic guitar journey. Throughout today's episode, I'll be sprinkling in some acoustic news you can use, which includes a soggy 12 string, some advice on songwriting and discipline, and much, much more. Plus, we'll be going back in time and I'll be answering some comments and questions from a few past episodes of the show. But first, let's dive into the world of delay on acoustic guitar. Now, I need to be clear, if you want to use a delay pedal for your acoustic guitar, with your acoustic guitar, you need a pickup on your acoustic guitar. In my opinion, delay pedals work best with either an under saddle piezo pickup or a bridge plate transducer. Sometimes microphone pickups can act a little wonky with delay pedals. So I just wanted to be clear on that. That's one of those questions that a lot of people have, but maybe are afraid to ask. So I wanted to get us all on the same page. So. What exactly is delay? What does it do for your guitar's signal, for your guitar's sound? Well, essentially, when you play something, it repeats it. It's really that simple. I know sometimes you look at delay pedals and there's all these buttons, there's all these knobs, and it's like, whoa, this looks like I'm flying a spaceship. It's, it, it, I promise you it's not that intimidating. Delay just simply repeats your signal in its most basic form. Where would you use delay? Well, in my opinion, delay works best on single notes. Think, think a guitar solo, or if you're doing something that's staccato, something that's sharp, something that you cut off the sound of. Maybe you're playing a bar chord, kind of chunking along. That would be a good application for delay because that makes the delayed signal, the repeated signal, that much more cleaner. Now, I'm gonna give you a basic rundown of the delay pedals uh, knobs, the different parameters you can adjust. By no means is this going to be a comprehensive rundown of all the delay pedals out there. I just want you to get an idea of what you're gonna run into and what are the different aspects that you can change when you do get a delay pedal. Now, what I'll be using for a demo here is the LR Bags Align Series Delay. This is actually one of my favorite acoustic guitar delay pedals, and you'll hear it here in just a little bit. Uh, but first, what are the actual parameters we can adjust? And I actually wanna look at three of them. Okay, the first one is delay. Essentially controlling the mix of original guitar signal to delayed guitar signal. Think of it as a, a, a balancing act, or like a teeter-totter, if you will. Next, repeats. How many times will your signal be repeated? If you turn it towards the, uh, if you turn it counterclockwise <laughs> towards the left as you look at it, the repeats will be lessened, which means the delay will be a very subtle effect. Whereas if you turn it clockwise towards the right, you will have quote unquote infinite repeats. Things can get a little uh, out of hand if you do that, but it's really fun to experiment with. And then lastly, time. Uh, you can actually set, <clears throat> excuse me, I got a little bit of a cold today if you can't tell. Uh, if you manipulate the time function, that will adjust the time from the initial response, your initial guitar signal, to the repeated signal. There's actually one more uh, aspect I wanna, I wanna note here, and that is the tempo or the time. With a lot of delays, you can actually tap in the tempo of the delay. So if you're playing a song and its beat is one, two, three, 
four, you can actually manipulate the delay to match that tempo. It's very cool rhythmically, and in my opinion, really adds wonderful depth to any song or any little part you may play on a song. Now, uh, one of the final questions I want to address before I share with you some of my favorite delays, you're gonna hear, um, Gosh, there's six delays I wanna share with you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a sound sample of each of them. Um, one of the, the final questions I wanna address is, do you need delay? In my opinion, yes, you do need delay on your acoustic guitar. Again, you need a pickup for it, but uh, in my opinion, you do need delay because it adds a wonderful depth to your playing, as I mentioned already, but it is a great training tool. It makes playing extremely fun. You actually get to hone in your rhythm guitar chops because the delay has a rhythm. So you start to catch this wonderful groove and it's a great way to practice soloing even without a backing track. Because this delay fills up space, you're able to play single notes and get this sense of almost immediate composition. They're not just single dry notes that die. They're notes that continue. So you can start playing other notes against those notes that are delayed. It's a wonderful, wonderful tool for working on your guitar solos and just kind of breaking the ice when it comes to even playing guitar solos. So with that said, uh, let me go ahead and share with you some of my favorite delays. I'm gonna try not to get so excited today because when my voice raises in pitch, it kind of cracks like I'm back in middle school. Kind of odd, feels a little strange. Okay, my favorite delays, I'm just looking at my list here. <clears throat> this first one comes from France. It is a very, um, it's a bizarre delay. It's called the Collision Devices Black Hole Symmetry. Now, this is not just a delay pedal. I need to be clear. This, this uh, pedal actually has three different functions, a delay, a reverb, and a fuzz. So this pedal lives in the electric guitar world, but just because it lives in the electric guitar world does not mean you cannot use it on the acoustic guitar. In fact, it, uh, when it comes to effects and effects pedals, time-based effects, reverb, delay, uh, tremolo, those types of effects are kind of a, uh, they make their way over to the acoustic guitar world relatively seamlessly. So if you find an electric guitar pedal that you like, that is a delay, that is a reverb, that is a tremolo, use it on your acoustic guitar, see how it sounds. That's what I did with this and I am so happy that I did so. As I mentioned, this comes from France. I wanna say that depending on the exchange rate, this pedal was about in the world of $300, um, give or take 50, let's say again, because of the exchange rate. And I want you to hear this. This is a very cool delay. It's an experimental delay because it adds some pitch modulation as well. Uh, you'll hear what I'm talking about. Here's the Collision Devices Black Hole Symmetry.
Now, before we go any further, I should mention this. You know, that, that device I just showed you, that collision device's black hole symmetry, has a ton of knobs on it. And you're gonna look at those knobs and it's probably a little intimidating, you know, cause you're like, hey, Tony, you just went over the parameters for delay and you said there were like four of them. Yes, now some of these pedals get into the extreme nerdery of the type of delay, whether it's clean or whether it's, whether it's a little bit more dirty, a little bit more lo-fi. Bottom line, try it out. If you don't know what the, the knob does, turn it, see what it does. The only way to know is experiment. Yes, some of these things can be very intimidating, but if you get them in your hands, if you start using them with your guitar, just start twiddling knobs. Once you find something you like, stick with it. You know, you don't have to know what the knob does to just simply turn it and say, I like the sound of that, or eh, not for me. Okay, moving on. The next delay pedal that I really dig on my acoustic guitar, and this one is very, very good, is the Strymon El Capistan. This is a analog delay that allows you to adjust the quality of the delay. I think it sounds incredible. It has three different delays, three different modes, and a lot of internal stuff that I haven't even explored yet because I, I don't wanna read the instruction manual. Plain and simple, I just wanna turn knobs. Uh, so here is the, the Strymon El Capistan. knobs on delay pedals, this next one is gonna scare the hell out of you because it still currently scares the hell out of me. It's the Strymon Volante. I should have read the instruction manual with this pedal because there are a ton of options on it. And honestly, I don't know what they do. I just turn things until I like the way it sounds. That being said, this is a comprehensive delay pedal. You can adjust how the delay sounds, clean or dirty. Think uh, um, hi-fi or lo-fi. You can adjust the spacing of the delay. You can adjust the playback of the delay, the feedback of the delay. You can adjust the type of delay, the speed of the delay, the repeats of the delay, whether it has reverb or not. The list goes on and on and on. But bottom line, this provides so many options, nearly infinite options. I think it's one that you should at least mess with because it sounds pretty darn awesome. And speaking of how it sounds, here it is. France for this next one. Another one from Collision Devices. This is the Nocturnal. This also is a multifunction pedal. You have a delay, you have a tremolo, and you have a reverb. I'm just talking about the delay functionality of this pedal. And it is almost film score-y. I know that's not a, a real word. I just made it up. But uh, to me, the delay that this pedal offers is one that reminds me of a film score. Very spatial, almost uh, um, uh, 
eerie depending on what particular sound you dial in. This is a really fun one to mess with. It's one that you will get lost in, meaning you'll start playing and then pretty soon an hour, two hours have passed and you're gonna look up and be like, whoa, where did the time even go? So this is a time warp of sorts and it's one that you should certainly, certainly listen to. So let's do that right now. This next one I showed you already, and to me, for acoustic guitar, this is probably one of the best because it's designed by an acoustic guitar pickup manufacturer, the LR Bags Align Series Delay. Why do I like this one so much? Because it's simple. Quite honestly, because it's simple. Four knobs, uh, you can change the division of the delay, you can tap in the tempo of the delay, it's very easy to use. You can't really get lost in it. You're not gonna get into the sea of delay that you can't get out of. And kind of a, a low on the list, but important to me, it looks pretty cool as well. It looks acoustic-y. Um, so let's go ahead and listen to the LR Bags Align Series Delay. mention that the guitar I'm using to demo all of these delay pedals is a Martin HD35 from about 2008-2009 and it's equipped with a K&K &K pickup which is a bridge plate transducer. Uh, the final delay that I want to share with you is really, um, well it's a pedal that has a lot of functionality but I'm just looking at the delay portion of it and it is the Fishman Tone Deck. Uh, another very acoustic friendly delay and one that has not a lot of parameters. You have two different delays and within those delays you have how much of it you get and how much time. That, that's it, that's all you get. And for someone that wants to experiment with delay but doesn't want to get lost in the knob turning, the knob twitchery, if you will, um, this is a great option. It also functions as a fantastic DI. You've got EQ on board, and um, I think the delay sounds really good, but you can be the judge. Here is the Fishman Tone Deck. I want you to weigh in on this discussion. 
Do you use delay on your acoustic guitar? If so, let me know in the comments below. In fact, uh, take it one step further. If you use delay, let me know your favorite delay pedal. I've only mentioned six here. I've just scratched the surface. I know there are tons of delays out there and I wanna know your favorite. So again, let me know in the comments below. Okay, it's time for your dose, your first dose of acoustic news you can use. And it sounds like it's time for my third dose of cold medicine. Maybe that's what's getting to my brain today. Anyways, our first little news nugget comes from Adam Grant, and he has hit the nail on the head yet again. How often do you look back at the last week of your guitar playing and think, things didn't go so well, I'm not that good at guitar? That's called recency bias, and Adam Grant had a wonderful post that dispels the myths and the problems with recency bias. Here's what he had to say. A common source of disappointment is recency bias, weighing the last week more heavily than the last year. Zooming in on the immediate past magnifies slumps. Zooming out farther reveals upward slopes. Progress is rarely visible at a snapshot in time. It unfolds over a lifetime. And Liz and Molly to the rescue with a wonderful illustration that shows don't let one single bad day distract you from all the progress you have made. I found this to hit me pretty hard actually because this is a trap you know we can all fall into and I thought it was spelled out so wonderfully there that you know what it might not feel great right now but if you look way 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 back and zoom way 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 out you're going to realize you've made a lot more progress than you're giving yourself credit for. Okay our next news nugget oh goodness this is a sad one. This is a soggy 12 string. Uh, Christy Linne, whom I've mentioned on the show before, uh, just a, a wildly, wildly entertaining, talented, and amazing guitar player, fingerstyle uh, vocalist, just, just an awesome player. She was touring, flying with her Martin 12 string, with which she recorded a ton of albums on. And for whatever reason, the baggage folks left the guitar on the tarmac which wouldn't seem that bad. I mean, it's bad, don't get me wrong. But if you factor in that it was raining, that recipe created a soggy Martin 12 string. Here's what happened to Christie's guitar. Now, if you're of faint of heart, um, if you are faint of heart, uh, don't watch this because it's pretty darn sad. Although the guitar was in the case, it was uh, effectively acting as a sponge. Here's what happened. This case is wet, and it's swollen up because it's wet. And trying to get this guitar out, it's so wet, you can see some water damage spots on here. You can, you can feel how wet it is. How the hell did they get water in here on an airplane? There's no water on airplanes. It's soaking wet at one point. The front is all sunken in. Look at that with that ruler. Oh yeah, the bracing. Two pieces of bracing. Oh my god, no. There they are. Hello, girls. Oh. Oh my god. Can you see that? Yeah. Yeah, good. Look, 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 look. Two pieces of bracing. Two. Can you see that? Uh, yep. Mm -hmm. All right. Not supposed to be that way. dog. Let's look with that. Uh, can we show, look at the ruler one more time just to show where it's um, 
sunken in. It's all sunken in here. Here's a straight edge showing how much the top, the top has shrunken. Look at that. Oh my God. That's over a quarter of an inch submerged downwards. Okay, let's lighten things up. That was a lot for, for us all to handle, a lot for us all to see. Let's visit some comments from episode 261 of the show where I talked about Jeffrey Foucault's playing style. Our first comment comes from Thomas Paine, and he says this. I saw Jeffrey Foucault with Caitlin Canty and Billy Conway in Spokane in a small room in a photography studio in downtown Spokane probably 10 years ago. The room was packed, but probably room for only 40 people. Kind of a life-changing performance. It was also obvious that Caitlin was going places too. What a great way to see Jeffrey uh, play with Caitlin and Billy. Um, really magical stuff. I was lucky enough to see uh, some smaller format shows with Jeffrey and Billy as well. And wow, it is one of those things where you just kind of teleport into another place mentally as you're watching uh, these two play. So great stuff, Thomas. Thank you for your comment. The next one comes from Mark Croft. He says, longtime Jeffrey Foucault fan. Great episode, very usable format. Please consider more like it. Had a few days with Jeffrey at a songwriting camp in September. He was great, very thoughtful, very generous. He is an inspiration on writing and creativity and fly fishing. Great stuff. Thank you, Mark. Um, I really love doing those uh, artist study episodes. So if you're ever watching those and you think, oh, I want Tony to do such and such an artist, uh, let me know in the comments. I'm always open to suggestions. And very selfishly, I love learning more about the artists playing and life and songwriting as well. So always feel free to let me know, make recommendations in the comments. Our next comment comes from Jerry Nelson, says this, knocked my socks off this week, Tony. I'm now a fan of a man I never heard of, Jeffrey Foucault. Sorry that I've been away so long, was working full-time and evening classes full-time. Am back for the time being. Hope to get back into TAC. Well, Jerry, welcome back to TAC. And uh, I'm glad you're back watching the show. Uh, you know, life happens. So when you can hop back on the train, when you, can, when you can squeeze in a little guitar playing, hey, that's a happy moment. So it sounds like uh, this episode was a happy one for you. And then our final comment from this section is really more of a question. It comes from Andrew Morgan, and he says this, Hi, Tony. Nice to see an Atkin getting some airtime. J43. Indeed, it is a J43. Okay, let's take a quick break. And speaking of guitars, go ahead and grab yours. Let's see what the TAC family is working on today. Every week within Tony's Acoustic Challenge, the TAC family focuses on the five categories of guitar improvement. On Mondays, they do a technique challenge. Tuesdays, a guitar lick. Wednesdays, improvisation. Thursdays, rhythm guitar. And Fridays, chord transitions. Today is Tuesday. They are working on a guitar lick. And here's what they're working on. Bob Barker is the namesake for today's guitar lick challenge. Yes, it's game show week within Tony's Acoustic Challenge, meaning every single daily challenge has a nod to a famous game show host of sorts. And you're thinking, Tony, what does that actually have to do with music? Well, we're focusing on the key of E minor within TAC this week, and E minor has always brought up this sense of mystery. 
And when I think of mystery, well, I think of game show hosts. I wonder if the contestant will get the question right. I wonder with one simple spin of the wheel, will they win 10 gazillion dollars? So yes, the focus is on E minor this week within tech and its mysterious feeling. And thrown into the focus on E minor is integrating triplets. Yes, triplets are incredibly powerful. And if you can harness their power, you actually gain this wonderful rhythmic command and you can kind of add some, some interest when it comes to fingerstyle, which is exactly the technique we'll be using today. So without further ado, here's the lick Bob Barker so you can hear what it sounds like. Yes, this lick is a very uh, horizontal lick, as you could see. It kind of uses the B string to execute an E minor scale in a descending fashion and then ends on that low E. A very cool lick in my humble opinion. It's actually really beneficial if you play the blues. It's really beneficial if you want to add that kind of sparseness yet maintaining a fullness in whatever you're playing. So this lick is extremely good at that. And if you wanna learn it note for note, TACFAM, all you have to do is sign in. This challenge is your daily challenge for today. It's Tuesday, Tuesday is Guitar Lick Day. Log in, this is waiting for you on your home screen. Click Start Challenge. You'll go immediately to the teaching video. After you get comfortable with that, you could play along with me in the play along video, pick a speed that's suitable for where you're at. And then of course, if you wanna follow along on the tablature, just click that icon in the lower right-hand corner. Boom, you've got your tab in a separate window and you can learn the lick at a pace that's comfortable for you. Okay, so where do you actually use this lick? How do you use this lick? And I actually wanna show it to you in one singular way, but going to some different chords because I think you can use this as kind of a, a, a linear way or a serial way to have your notes lead into the chord that you're about to play. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna start on an E minor chord. I'm gonna play this lick and then I'm gonna go back to that E minor chord and then I'm gonna play the lick again. I'm gonna stop it short and go to an A minor chord. So you can kind of see that, oh, I can use this lick as a link in between chords, an interesting rhythmic and melodic variation to my already awesome finger picking. Okay, here goes nothing. As you can see, this is a great lick for linking chords together while you're finger picking in E minor. But that's not the only use for this lick. In fact, if you remove the lick idea and you just look at, okay, I'm playing an E minor scale on the B string and accompanying it with a kind of a drone on the low E string, this is a really wonderful avenue to, to go down and, and create with. You can find melodies, you can find little slices of repeated phrases that maybe you wanna integrate into your playing on a daily basis. So yeah, this, this is the type of lick that you sit down to learn how to play. Once you learn it, all of a sudden you look at the clock and you're like, um, okay, I guess an hour passed and I was lost in a world of mystery in E minor. And that's, and that's a great thing. It really is a great thing. So I hope you dug this lick. I hope you can find a way to integrate it into your playing. Now, real quick, before we get back into the show, I want you to, I want to encourage you to find small wins in your guitar playing sessions. I want you to, I want you to find those small wins every single day 
that you play. And those small wins are so important for two reasons. Number one, well, it just makes us feel good about playing. It makes us realize that we are making incremental progress every single day. And that feels so incredibly good. The second reason I want you to find those small wins is because scientifically, it's related to maintaining a habit. Our guitar routine is a habit. So if you find those small wins, you're reinforcing the habit that you wanna have. And this is, as I mentioned, it's science-backed. Uh, PhD BJ Fogg from Stanford University, he's a habit science professor, and he found that there's a link between celebrating the habit that you wanna repeat and the likelihood of you repeating that habit. So bottom line, celebrate those small wins. It'll make you feel good and it'll reinforce your guitar routine. Uh, time for your second dose of acoustic news you can use. And this first little chunk comes from Jessica Hoop, uh, another artist I've mentioned on the Acoustic Tuesday show before. And somebody had written in asking her about songwriting, how she does it, what her approach was, and her answer was illuminating to say the least because of the way she approaches songwriting. Here's what she had to say. Dear Ryan Balk, thanks for writing in to ask Jessica to answer your question. Do you, do you create when you're low? If so, how and what pushes you? Well, writing something, especially if you're writing something that is inspiring to you is a great remedy. Picking up an instrument just to play it isn't already, you know, it's a step in the right direction if you're not feeling well. <clears throat> but I don't tend to write according to how I feel. Um, I tend to write as a discipline and as a practice. So it's not to say that I write when I'm down, I write in whatever way. And I definitely notice that. If I am down, I can always turn that frown upside down with the writing of a song. Um, what pushes me is absolute necessity. Um, I have to write. I must write. I love writing and I get a lot out of it. I recognize that it's a great form of self-love. It is that time of year for some of us. It's winter, your heat is likely on, that means your house is dry, that means you need to be humidifying your guitars for their health and playability. And nobody knows that better than Wayfaring Strangler. Tone, who the hell is Wayfaring Strangler? Way Wayfaring Strangler is an account that I follow on Instagram. They post some absolutely hilarious stuff. They have some wonderful t-shirts. You gotta check them out. But one of the memes they just posted popped out at me and it's um, <laughs> it's two very um, rough looking individuals and the caption says, my dried out D18 with no humidifier watching me pour water into the coffee machine. I found this hilarious to the degree where I was just cracking up. And I, I showed it to Whitney and it did not land. So this is a guitar geeks only meme. Uh, just keep that in mind uh, if you wanna share it with anybody. Share it with a fellow guitar geek. They will get it right away. Okay, I've got one more news nugget for you. You know, I'm a huge fan of Halloween. I know that Halloween is long past, but I have to tell you, to me, 
I saw a lot of bluegrass bands dressing up for Halloween. Billy Strings did this uh, away from the Shire uh, tour or, or show rather where they dressed up. That was super cool. I've seen the little Smokies dress up, the Kitchen Dwellers dress up, a lot of bluegrass uh, jam grass bands dress up, the infamous String Dusters. But to me, the band that won Halloween, they won the Halloween costume contest was Molly Tuttle and Golden Highway. They did an Alice in Wonderland themed uh, set of costumes that to me was top notch. I mean, it took the cake. Very well done, so cool to see. And uh, for somebody, myself, who loves Halloween, I have great respect and appreciation for that. Uh, on that note, on those dressed up notes, I think it's a great time to wrap up the Acoustic Tuesday show for today. But first, let's take a sneak peek into next week. Next week, I'll be talking about FERC guitars. I'll be sharing five of my favorite FERC guitars. Now, in my opinion, FERC flies way under the radar. They produce amazing instruments, some serious, serious instruments, and you need to know about them. And that's what's gonna happen next week on the Acoustic Tuesday show. Remember, you can catch Acoustic Tuesday every single Tuesday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time. Before I let you go, please do remember this. Your guitar success, however you define it, is directly related to your guitar routine. So please invest the time developing your guitar routine and make sure to have fun every single day that you play. Thank you so much for sharing your time with me today. Thank you for being a guitar geek, and I'll see you next Tuesday on the Acoustic Tuesday Show. Cheers, guitar geeks unite.